Welcome to another episode of 6 Minute Monday where I give you 6 tips and tricks to make you more efficient and effective in the weight room, the boardroom, and on a football field. Tip number one, it's an exercise tip. This one is geared to all the athletes out there or the coaches of athletes out there. Basically, anyone that actually listens to this podcast. If you want to add a little more sports specificity into your training, have your athletes execute their reps based on cues. Not just go underneath the barbell and bang out a set of eight or three sets of eight on bench press. So how does this work? Well, imagine you're going to do a barbell bench press normally. You, you lay down on the, bar, the bench, you grab the barbell, you rip out eight reps, eight reps, and you're racking. No, not in this world. We're going to have you lay down on the bench. You're going to pick up the barbell. You're going to put it down on your chest. And then I'm going to say, all right, we're going to go on two. And I'll go, set, go, go. And boom, on the second go, boom, you bang out that one rep, just one rep. Then you put the barbell back down on your chest. Then I say, okay, now we're going to do it on a color. 13, Kentucky, Ohio, green. And when I say green, boom, you bang out that next rep. So this is a great way to, again, get more sports specificity into your training. It's never going to be exactly like your sport, but it's going to have you reacting based on cues. And it's also going to be a nice mind-muscle connection that's going to really link much more closely to what you do on a field. Okay, tip number two, something I am experimenting with. You know that I, for maybe the last year, I've been working on this three sets of three heavyweight program so that I can get stronger without gaining mass so I can be faster. Well, based on even more research, looking at the work of Cal Dietz, who wrote the Triphasic Training Manual, yes, he agrees with that approach to get faster, but he said there has to be a period, a very short period, a little break, where you take two weeks of doing eccentric only. So he wrote a program called the Triphasic Training Manual. The eccentric portion is one of those three uh, phases. So I've been down for the last week working on eccentric only movements. So what eccentric only movements is, or eccentric focus movements is, you bring the weight up normally, but then you lower it down much much more slowly, maybe four to six seconds. You're working on the eccentric portion where you're, le you're letting the weight, I uh, say, where you're overcoming the weight is the concentric. And as you're releasing the weight, it is the eccentric. So what is it going to do? Well, for, for the negative, it will temporarily make me slower. It's also going to add some mass because uh, that's what it's doing, which I didn't want to do because I want to increase my mass-specific force. But what Caldita is saying is it builds a nice platform. Take that temporary setback because afterwards you are going to get faster. You are going to get stronger. It's going to help your vascular system. It's going to help you breathe better. It's going to help you recover better. It's going to help you be stronger in the long run. So do that now. Take that two-week setback. Uh, I wouldn't do this right before you're about to compete in something. Do it Do it right now, and then it's going to build a nice platform for everything else you do later. I'm going to do a complete and total podcast on this later, but this is just a heads up on, uh, on what I've been doing in the background. Okay, tip number three, the quote I've been thinking about. This, this one's good uh, because it, it really relates to coaching in the modern era. Coaching at work, coaching on a football field, coaching anywhere. It is praise loudly, criticize privately. Praise loudly, criticize privately. So people, you see how people love to put all their good stuff on Instagram. This is great, but no one puts all their, any of their bad stuff on Instagram, right? No one puts a, hey, I gained five pounds, right? They say, yeah, I look, I look awesome now. Or here's my new PR. Here's no one failing on, a, on their, their max bench press set. So when you're talking to a kid, especially a, you know, the, the modern era kid, back in the day, you could yell at that kid in front of everybody. Uh, it doesn't work that much. It doesn't work that well anymore. Now what I'm experimenting with and what I think is a little better is when you, something does, somebody does something great, you tell everybody. When somebody does something wrong, you bring them over to the corner. Look, man, this is what you should have done better. This is where you screwed up. Because they seem to get embarrassed when other people know that they did something wrong. And I don't know. Maybe you're feeding into the, uh, the, the new world of society right now by doing that. But it's really about how do you motivate your player to do the right thing. So, again, praise loudly, criticize privately. Okay, tip number four, something I am watching that is moving me. It's a show, show called Rome on Netflix. 
And what it does is it breaks down the life and times of three separate em emperors. And it's pretty sick because one, I love movies like Spartacus, Gladiator, and it really kind of twists in how that stuff in some way, shape, or form actually did happen. So it's pretty cool. In like one of the one of the episodes, they are talking about Spartacus. In another episode, they're talking about the the emperor who, uh, you know, remember old good old Maximus and how that whole story transpired. And one thing that I really like was they talked about the war schemes of Julius Caesar. So what <laughs> one great story is Julius Caesar, he's attacking the Gauls, and what the Gauls say is, you know what? We're going to burn all the food in this place, and we're going to make you starve to death, and now you can't attack us anymore. So what Julius Caesar does is he builds a wall around the Gauls, and he hangs out outside. And he's like, okay, we'll play this game. Now you can't get out. Then these other tribes, these other tribes are like, you know what? We're going to go help those guys inside of that fence. So you know what he does? He builds another fence. So imagine this. The inside fence has the original Gauls. His crew was on the outside of that fence. Then he builds a fence around himself so the other Gauls can't get into that fence. So he's basically stuck between two fences. I don't want to spoil the, the result for you, but it's pretty sick thinking. And uh, it was that specific victory that really spearheaded him into be, ha having Julius Caesar become the emperor of Rome. At this point, he was not the emperor of Rome. And if I want to give this a two-for-one special, we talk about famous failures. Even the great Julius Caesar, uh, he was in Rome, and he was banned from Rome, thrown out of Rome, thrown out of the Senate, and uh, had to go fight all these wars to later on become the emperor. So if you're feeling down, remember, even the great Julius Caesar at one point got fired. Okay, tip number five, a productivity tip. Document lessons learned immediately after you've done something. So in the football world, this is coaches do almost the best job of this in a football world. You watch a game. You, sorry, you play your game. You go back. You watch film. And you pretty much usually just document the stuff that was bad. What you should also document, it was the stuff that was good, right? So you should have lessons learned. These are the things that we should do that worked. These are the things we should no longer do that didn't work. So every time you do something, take about five minutes, document those lessons learned. This way you don't make the same mistakes again the next time. Okay, tip number six, the last thing, the most interesting thing that I saw all week. This is nothing that I saw in person. I was just watching a documentary on A&E of the great Randy Savage, and uh, the coolest part, it's, it's a really sad and tragic story, it's worth watching, especially if you like professional wrestling, but the coolest part of the entire story was that he played minor league baseball, but that's not the cool part. The cool part is that he blew out his right shoulder, uh, his thought his career was over, and then he taught himself to throw lefty. Yeah, how many people do you know that can teach themselves to actually throw lefty? And oh, by the way, he did. He played a different position and played in the minor leagues. Alright people, enjoy the rest of your week. This episode is brought to you by Element. That's L-M-N-T. What's Element? Element is the product that came into my life at exactly the right moment. I've been training hard. I've been sweating like a maniac. But unfortunately, after my sessions, I could never kick that feeling of dehydration. It didn't matter how much water I drank. In fact, the more water I drank, the worse it got. My body was telling me, you need more. You need electrolytes. But I refused to go and buy some sugary sports drink and put that garbage into my body. Enter Element. What's Element? It's a tasty electrolyte drink mix. That's right, I said tasty. They have seven different flavors. My personal favorite is mango chili. But most importantly, it's got no sugar. It's got no gluten. It's got no garbage. It's got no guilt. Take it. You'll feel better. You won't feel like a bum after you drink it. You won't feel any guilt after taking it. To get your element today, go to drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Again, that's drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Get yours today.